0: Okay, Top Tribe, every Monday I give one of you 100 bucks to invest in your idea and get to the top. To enter for your chance to win 100 bucks, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes right now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. This week's winner was Matt Walk in Chicago at the DDB Agency. Coming up tomorrow morning, we hear from pro-blogger Darren Rouse, who breaks down how he does $1.3 million per year with a 950,000-person email list. Okay, Top Tribe, good morning. Hope you all are off to a great start. You have your coffee in your hand and settle down. You're going to love our guest today. His name is Corbett Barr, and Corbett is a blogger podcaster, independent entrepreneur, and co-founder slash CEO of Fizzle. He splits time between Portland, Oregon, and Mexico with his wife, Jesslyn Corbett. Are you ready to take us to the top?
1: I'm ready, Nathan. Let's do it.
0: Let's do this. So first off, Fizzle is like, I like to think of Fizzle like it's like the TMZ, but business podcast version. It's a ton of fun. You get to the (laughs) bottom of it and you guys tell jokes like you wouldn't believe. Why do you guys do it?
1: Why do we do it? Uh, Because I think the whole point of building a business is so that you can live the life that you want and you can have some fun. And so why not just have fun
0: right now? So you you, you know, when I go to fizzle.co is the website, correct? That's right. And, And the way you brand yourself is honest video training for online business builders. Walk me through a timeline. What started first? Was it the podcast or the videos? Give us some history.
1: So Fizzle uh, first launched about three years ago, and the idea is there is just a lot of sleazy garbage out there trying um, trying to teach people things about building businesses online, and there's a lot of expensive stuff as well. So Fizzle is a place where people who are trying to build honest businesses. We're not talking about um, venture capital-backed businesses here. We're just talking about small, independent, one-person businesses. Fizzle is a place where they can come for training and
0: community and support from like-minded people. Do you think venture-backed businesses are not honest? Help me understand what you meant when you said that.
1: No, no, no. Uh, So venture-backed businesses are just completely uh, outside of our scope. Uh, I'm talking about the uh, training programs that are out there. You've seen the things that uh, Pretend, or they they claim to to be able to help you make thousands of dollars overnight, and we all know that building a business is a lot
0: harder than that. Corporate, I have to tell you, back in episode forty five, we had a guy named Ty Lopez on. Ring a bell? Uh huh. So this is the YouTube guy. Hey, guys, you see my Lamborghini behind me? He's one of these guys, sells this course. My first question to him was, do you actually own the Lamborghini? And he could never actually give me his numbers around this, this info product called 67 Steps he was selling to everyone. I really took it to him. I love doing that on the show when people, I think, are just coming on and they're not being honest or transparent and they're full of crap. So I love that that is also... Kind of what you're focused on at Fizzle, right? Keeping it real and letting people know how it actually works. So, did you get burned? I mean, what what made you get so passionate about that?
1: Um, I don't know. I didn't get burned specifically, but my I think my BS detector is maybe high enough to weed that stuff out. But I just saw time and time again people spending thousands of dollars on courses that they could find for free online, basically. And um, I knew there were a lot of people out there who wanted to build something and didn't know where to look. They just had been uh, you know, burned over and over again. And I thought there was a place for us to create something that was just down to earth and honest and affordable. Okay,
0: so remind me again, what year did you found it? Uh, the end of 2012. Okay, so 2012. And where did you come from before that?
1: So before that, I had run a site called Think Traffic, which helped people build audiences online. I had written uh, several hundred articles there grew the site to um, millions of annual visitors and um, wanted to take it to the next step. I was helping people grow audiences online, but the missing piece of the puzzle there was, okay, great. I have a lot of people coming to my site. How do I actually
0: earn a living from that? Got it. So you launched Fizzle. Now, did you did you bring in your two co-founders? I assume they're your two co-founders, right? Did you bring them in at the same time?
1: Uh, So Chase Reeves and I started working on it with a guy named Caleb Wojcik who was working for me at the time. The team now is four of us, Chase Reeves, uh, Barrett Brooks, and Steph Crowder and myself.
0: Got it. Okay. So you launch Fizzle. You go to fizzle.com, the website. It says start your first two weeks for free. People can sign up. They give the thing a try. Now, if they join, what are they paying you? Walk us through some of the numbers so we can understand.
1: Yeah, so um, we just offer one thing. We don't have any upsells or cross sells. We're not going to like bait and switch people into paying. You know, getting a free trial and then having to pay hundreds of dollars. It's very straightforward. It's based on a model that you may have seen at Lynda.com or at Treehouse. Um, basically, if you um, sign up for the trial, you decide you like it, you continue on, then you pay us simply thirty
0: five dollars a month. Okay, thirty five bucks per month. And how many folks do you have in the program um, as of last month in October?
1: We have around. 2,000 currently, give or take, depending on how many sign up and how many churn.
0: Okay, got it. Well, this is one of the interesting things about, you know, we have people come on all the time, they talk about their membership site, right, their $47 per month membership site. And we also have a lot of SaaS entrepreneurs come on software as a service, you know, like Sean Cohen, the CEO of Aweber in episode 65. And the churn rates are things that I feel like people that build membership sites don't think about but SaaS people do because that drives valuation. Help me understand how you think about churn in fizzle. Do you care about it? Or do you just kind of let it happen?
1: No, we care about it a lot, um, but the fact is with a membership site, with with training, the churn is going to be much higher than it is with SaaS, and that's something that if you're planning to build this kind of business, you're going to have to contend with. I know uh, churn rates from other people that are in the industry, and we're sort of right in there. Um, if, if you're talking about a SaaS company, I know that those businesses are aiming to get their churn down under 5%, sometimes under 3%. Sometimes they actually have negative revenue churn yep. because they're upselling people on bigger plans expansion revenue. For us, right. For us, uh it's completely different. We're lucky if we can get our churn down to 8 or 9% monthly and that's or for annually? people who monthly. Okay. A- and that's for people who have been around for a long time and you can talk to people who run other big education sites and they all have churn that's much higher than the average SaaS
0: application. So can I ask you a question? If you're charging 35 bucks per month and the, the you know on average they're going to stay with you and you have 8% to 9% churn so they're going to stay with you call it 10 months on average. So lifetime value is about 300 bucks. Why not just charge a light one-time $300 charge?
1: Well, it's really easy to sell a free trial, and it's pretty easy to sell a $35 monthly subscription. The other thing is, I like having to earn our business every month, month after month, because it keeps our head in the game. It keeps our intentions where they should be, which is to deliver value to people month over month. It also allows people to kind of opt into the amount of value that they're getting from us and to pay us a corresponding amount. So if someone joins and they decide, hey, this isn't right for me, and they leave after a month they're only out $35. If someone decides to stick around for three years and they end up paying us over $1,000, then that's because they've derived that much value from it. So it's really kind of a pay what you want sort of model in a okay, way. Okay.
0: So you don't think that when people hit the site and they try it and they see any kind of monthly cost that it scares them away, they, that they would prefer to sign up for just a one-time thing and get in the community. You don't think you're losing people by, by doing this model.
1: I don't think so. I mean, it could be but we you know, we've signed up um, over 10,000 people over the past few years. And so uh, it seems that people are at least willing to give the trial a shot.
0: Yeah. Okay, so so 2000 people paying 35 bucks a month. Obviously, folks can do the math to figure that out. You guys are doing about 70 grand per month. Walk us through how you're getting new customers. What are some of the inbound channels you're, you're optimizing?
1: We're, uh, pretty simple and straightforward. Our main channels are content, first of all. So we have a blog with hundreds of articles. Um, we have some free guides that people can, can sign up, um, you know, with their email address to get. And, um, we also run a podcast that we have run for about two years. We have 135 episodes or so. Wow. And those,
0: those two channels account for over, uh, 60% of our signups. 60% 60% of signups. Okay. Interesting. And, and walk us through the, I mean, podcasting is obviously new. You, you are a guy that you didn't just chase a shiny object. You've been in it before. It was really sexy, I would say. So walk me through how, how is the, how did you, how have you grown the podcast about how many people listen per episode? And how do you get the listener to actually go to fizzle.co and try the free trial?
1: Yeah. So, uh, we started podcasting about two years ago. We do a weekly show. We don't do interviews and we decided to do that strategically because there are a lot of interview shows out there. So Mm -hmm. we're more of a talk show and it is simply the four of us that work on the Fizzle team together discussing topics that matter to, uh, small independent entrepreneurs. So people really get to know us instead of our guests because we don't have guests that, um, leads them to trust us, I believe more. And in order to drive them over to sign up for a trial we um, offer them an extended trial that they aren't able to sign up for on the website so you see on the website we have a, a currently a two-week trial um, for anyone who stops by there but if you listen to the podcast we regularly run offers that would give someone like a five-week trial instead and um, we just casually mention that um, we don't even have a script that we mention on every episode necessarily we just mention it when we think about it we have around um, ten thousand um, people who listen to every episode or so. And, uh, of course, uh, podcasting stats are hard to trust. Um, but that's what, uh, SoundCloud tells us currently. And, um, we know that we get, you know, um, dozens of signups every week from people who come over through the try five offer because we're able to track that.
0: Got it. And what about the blog? Is it also dozens per week? Would you say?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we're, we're doing around say 500 to 600 signups per month. And um, like I said, of the free uh, trial, of the free trial, and um, we, uh, like I said, sixty percent or so of those come from the blog and the podcast, probably split about equally. Uh
0: So three hundred or so, I guess. Yeah, it's it's sixty or seventy per week are coming from those two sources. And of the six hundred per month that sign up for the trial, how many decide to stick around and pay thirty five bucks per month?
1: Around sixty to sixty five percent.
0: Holy mackerel, Corbett! That's crazy.
1: It is. Now, um keep in mind that we require a credit card for the free trial. I see that. Um and, and and obviously that um that changes things a little bit in terms of free trial conversion, but we do have a very high uh trial to conversion rate and um and I think that uh that um stands out in the industry.
0: Yeah, so you're getting correct me if I'm wrong, about 350 new paying customers per month. That's right. Okay, interesting. And well, you've been doing this for okay. So some, something's not adding up because you have two thousand that are active right now, but you're adding like a shit ton per month.
1: Right, but you also have to count for churn.
0: Okay, got it. So you'll add three fifty, but what you'll lose a hundred and fifty. So you're what you net two hundred growth per yeah.
1: month. Well in and, and, and churn, you know, so there's uh there's a higher churn for people who are within the first month or two mm-hmm. and then churn lowers over time. So if somebody's been around for a year, they might churn at three or four percent. If they've been around for just a month, they might churn at twenty five percent or something. Oh, I so, see.
0: So it really depends on what the mix is, right? So of that three hundred and fifty that sign up, let's call it in October, how many will pay the second month in November on average? Will it be ninety percent, eighty percent?
1: It's probably in the seventies, right? 70, so okay.
0: Yeah. Got it. Okay. That's, that's really interesting. Well, the, the, I mean, look, when you look at it, that's still better metrics than most of these typical membership sites. So, so it's, it's fascinating to kind of hear how that's broken down. So walk me, you, thank you for being so transparent, by the way, this has been great. What are your guys' plans for the future? I love how simple everything is. Your website's very simple. The podcast is simple. The blog is simple and it's working. What's your plans for the future?
1: So we're trying to get really hardcore about, um, building a specific system that can churn out entrepreneurs. And, um, to do that, we've built what we call the fizzle small business roadmap, which is a step-by-step process that takes people from, I want to build a business, but I don't even know what it's going to be on through, um, conceiving your idea, to branding, to design, to launching your website, to building your first product, to growing your audience, to earning your first dollar, to supporting yourself, and then to uh, growing and scaling beyond that. So um, this is a step-by-step process that we have built uh, from the work that we've done with the thousands of people who have already signed up for Fizzle, uh, work that we've done with one-on-one coaching clients. And now the goal is, okay, we put a stake in the ground, Let's run our customers through this and improve this over time so that our roadmap becomes stronger and stronger.
0: And okay, okay, interesting. And what, walk me through expenses real quick. So it's a four person team. Yep, that's That's right. That's probably your biggest expense, I imagine.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Our, In fact, that's, you know, um, 90% of our expenses are, are just our salaries for the four of us. Um, we have, you know, some small uh, expenses in terms of like hosting and videos and so on. But but really, that's about it.
0: Well, Corbett, I'm going to link to all of your information, the landing pages, the podcast and everything else in the show notes at NathanLaca.com forward slash the top 114. And if people want to watch you guys as you build out the fizzle business, where can they find you online?
1: Uh, just go to, um, the fizzle show podcast, I think is the best place to kind of hear inside what we're up to just search for fizzle within iTunes or visit fizzle.co and, uh, you'll find the podcast there.
0: Okay. Top tribe. Don't forget for your chance to win a hundred dollars right here on the podcast. Every Monday, you simply have to subscribe to the show on iTunes do that now and then text me that you've done that to 703-431-2709. Again, subscribe on iTunes now, then text me that you've done it at 703-431-2709. Great. Well, Corbett, my heart's pounding. We are about to get into my favorite part of the show. Do you know what's next?
1: Yeah, this is the, uh, it's the, give the it hot to me. Five, Come on, no, try five? again, try no. again. no.
0: Uh, the it fa- is the famous the, five, the famous five. Come on. I <laughs> was close. You're thinking fizzle. You're, I like it. You put your own brand on it. That's good. Okay. That's number, right. number one, Corbett, what's your favorite business book?
1: My favorite business book, I'd say is the lean startup because it, I believe has really changed, um, entrepreneurship and has made it more likely that you can build something as long as you follow a step-by-step process. You know what I
0: hate about that book, Corbett? It, what's it, that? It, it, it. It, if people read it, they think if they print off a little sheet with some little categories on it and they stick some post notes in it that they're gonna just magically be able to be an entrepreneur. I think it I think the way it communicates it it in it, it inspires too many people to think they can be an entrepreneur that are just wasting their time.
1: That's true, but uh <laughs> that may be what we're doing as well.
0: No, I don't think you guys have a real business. I mean, there are I know people that read this that are thinking about like dropping out of school and they haven't made a sale yet. I mean, like just stupid stuff.
1: Yeah. What I do like about it is that it, it focuses on talking directly with customers, which is something a lot of entrepreneurs used to not do. People used to think an entrepreneur was like some inventor who would go away into a laboratory and come out with this <laughs> magic thing. And in reality, you need to be talking to customers.
0: I like how you just articulated it better than how Eric Reese did it. So guys, <laughs> listen to corporate. Number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now?
1: Yeah, I, um, I'm um, i really into Gary Vaynerchuk. I think he shoots from the hip. I think he has his finger on the pulse of um, trends that are happening. And he is just a content machine. And I think all of us are in the game of creating content these days. So you can learn a lot from Gary.
0: Number three, corporate. is there a favorite online tool you have like Evernote?
1: Yeah, absolutely. In our business, we use a tool called Intercom, which uh, handles customer support for us as well as uh, allowing us to onboard our customers and to send them messages based on what actions they've taken.
0: Really great tool. We use it as well. Number four, Corbett, as you're building this business, yes or no, are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? Eight and a half. Oh my gosh. Send me the extra half hour. I can use it. (laughs) I love it. Okay. And how old are you? I am uh, 39. 39. Married, single kids? Married, no kids. Married, no kids. Okay, so take us back 19 years. If you wish your 20-year-old self knew one thing, what would it be?
1: That you can't simply sit around and wait for this perfect moment or situation to become an entrepreneur. You have to make your own opportunities,
0: and you might as well start now you might as well start now top tribe there you have it from corporate from a very successful think traffic blog with over a mi- well over a million annual unique website views to launching fizzle in 2012 doing well over 70 grand per month in revenue and expanding in a simple way corporate thank you for taking us to the top thanks so much nathan you bet bye bye Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you go listen to other episodes, subscribe to the show on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks next Monday. This week's winner was Matt Wolf from DDB Agency in Chicago. If you liked today's episode with Corbett Barr, Top Tribe, go back and listen to yesterday's episode with Bill Hanks. He was the former Microsoft Bing director and he went from 0 to 6% market share in three months with his new business.